Hey everyone, and welcome back to Newsies Minute. The podcast where we analyze the 1992 Disney movie musical Newsies, one minute at a time. I'm your host, Aaron. I'm your host, James. For a second, I was confused when you gave this intro instead of the intro that Liz follows me with on FMK All Day. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was fun. <laughs> that was a fun little moment in my brain. What is he doing? Why is he not Liz? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> well, because we just recorded that right. last week. So, right. yeah. Right. And I just edited it today. We're at minute 41. We are. Which begins with... Jack coming up, continues minute the end of minute 40, where Jack just comes over to David and doesn't say anything. Right. And it goes on up through me to Pulitzer. Right. Um, this contains my all-time favorite uh, thing in Newsies. Okay. So he says, all right, we got to spread the word to everyone in New York. We need to be, David, what's that word? What, ambassadors? Yeah. We got to be ambassadors which is absolutely what we're calling our patreon supporters oh oh my god yes oh i'm so glad that i didn't say that last week when i originally thought it yeah (laughs) because as i was like i made a note to say it and then i was like as i was making the note i was like did i say this last week because i definitely thought of it last week and i was pretty sure that i was like no wait until it's actually that minute yeah and so i'm glad based on your reaction yeah um yeah Please, because uh, I, Aaron, the number of times I think we've got to be ambassadors (laughs) is actually a little mind boggling to, and no one like, well, now they will. Now everyone will be fans of our show and and will understand and the world will know. But uh, before. And the journal too. Oh, and the journal too. Not the sun though. Screw the sun. No. Well, don't screw them because that's who Denton works for. So. But some. As we're about to find out this week. Some idiot at the sun must have written that headline or whatever that line is. I really hope it was Denton. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have, yeah, I have definitely thoughts about Denton's journalistic capabilities. <laughs> um, ugh. But uh, I think we've got to be ambassadors so much. It's it's actually, I I think the only thing that rivals it is when people say, uh, then we're in, then we're in accord about that. And I think we're in an accord about that. Okay. Those are my two, like, no, James, don't share that with anyone. <laughs> That's not anything. <laughs> oh, but this one is. That, this one is. We've got to be ambassadors. I have a note. Okay. That is a follow-up from a thing that we previously said we were going to keep an eye out for. Oh, good. Um, it's Boots who says, Spot Conlin makes us a little noivous. A little noivous. Yes, he does. That's Boots. We weren't sure if it was Boots or Mush. Mush? Mush? Mm-hmm. Mush. A mush. I think it's mush. Mush. I think it's like mush mouth. Yeah. Yeah. They, we weren't sure who said it. Yeah. I think I thought maybe it was mush and you were pretty sure it was boots. I think you thought at first it might be boots because we were talking about how boots otherwise doesn't have an accent. Right. And uh, yes. in this one word he does. In this one void he does. Yes. Yes. Um. May I talk about the distribution of the ambassadors as I will be calling them? Sure, um, so, you absolutely may. Uh, with this, I was actually really pleased because uh, we got uh, some names that had been escaping us. Mm-hmm. So uh, Kid Blink is going to Harlem. Yep. Racetrack's going to Midtown. Mush is going to the Bowery. I want to talk about that. We're going to talk, we're about to talk about a bunch sure, of Sure, we're about to get a geography lesson. Right. Uh, and a history lesson. And a history lesson. Uh, Crutchy <laughs> and some random small newsie are going to the Bronx. Okay. Because Crutchy was like, I'll hit the Bronx. Come on. Okay. To, some, to some nameless, short, little newsie. Okay. Um, Bumlets, Specks, and Skittery are going to Queens. Pie Eater. I think I've called him Pie Face in the past. It's Pie Eater, It's though. Pie Eater. 
Uh, and I wrote snotty here, but he's snotty like snodgrass, not yeah. like snotty like he's a real snot. Or just full of mucus. Right. Because that, that, that boy does not look like he has ever had any snot at all. He looks like he is a rich kid posing as a newbie. <laughs> <laughs> in, my fa- in my snotty p- fan fiction, his name is like Archibald Snodgrass the third, uh-huh. And he is definitely slumming. Uh-huh. Because he's in love with Snipe Shooter. Um, Wait, isn't Snipe Shooter the younger kid? Yeah, all right. He's in love with um, Skittery. Specs, sure. No, Sk- Skittery. Well, probably, I don't know. Specs feels more on brand Maybe mush. for a rich kid who's slumming it. Yeah. Because Specs seems like he's a little more highbrow than the rest of them. Yeah. Skittery is very dirty. Um, but what a singing he, voice! He's very pretty and has a lovely voice, yeah. but his feet are just gross. Uh, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Mush actually. That that Archibald Snodgrass the third is going is uh, here for Mush. Okay, as we'll explore in a second. Okay, uh, Pie Eater Snotty and Snipe Shooter are going to the east side, which of course leaves Brooklyn, uh, which will be Boots, Jack, and David. Sure. So uh, how I d- divided this was New Newsies first, then Burroughs. So okay. sit back and relax as I talk. For a long time. I shall. Bumlets is played by Dominic Lucero. Yes. His top three is Newsies. He was Ghana's kid in Stand and Deliver. Okay. Uh, And he, in addition to Mark David, was also on Roundhouse. Okay. The Nickelodeon sketch show that has been more in my life today than... Uh, Than in in like maybe since 1993 or something. Okay. Mark Um, David is Specs, yes? Yes. Okay. Um, he he was Don Knotts. Yeah. The yeah. His his participation in Roundhouse makes the most sense. Okay. Dominic Lucero also toured. Uh, started off by touring with Michael Jackson on the Bad Tour. Okay. Well, actually, he he started off by his dance crew, which was called New World, uh, winning Star Search in 1991. Okay. Uh, then he went on the Bad Tour with Michael Jackson. Then he toured with Paul Abdul. Okay. After that, and he was apparently in the Straight Up video, which is my favorite. That's my favorite Paul Abdul song. Okay. Um, I watched the straight up video today. Um, in a nice reversal of the patriarchal, uh, here's the the male the male guy, and then like a bunch of random uh, girls. Mm-hmm. See the LL Cool J video that I watched for uh, Sarah's uh, participation in. Sure. This straight up video felt like an exact gender role reversal of that video. It was actually Paula really Abdul and just a bunch of dudes, right? That who who uh, were uh, in shadow. Their faces were in shadow. Okay. So I I couldn't I couldn't pick out Dominic Lucero. He may have. I have a theory about where he was given his like dance style from what I've seen and whatever. Okay. Um. But again, no faces, no real still shots on any on any uh, one particular uh, guy. So okay, he was in it apparently. And unfortunately, he died of lymphatic yeah. cancer uh, on July 1st, 1994. Yeah. So. Uh, I think actually the DVD might have an in loving memory of. Yeah. At the end of it. I watched a uh, tribute to Dominic Lucero, which was like three and a half minutes long. Uh-huh. Um, it was uh, scenes from Roundhouse. Okay. Scenes from Newsies. Oh, uh, Leonard Cohen singing Hallelujah was playing over the background of it. Okay. And then it was the guy who played Bumlets in the Broadway uh-huh. uh, talking about how awesome Dominic Lucero was. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't watch all of it because I was like, yeah, but where is he in the straight up video? Uh, I sort of scanned and panned. Okay. But like, uh, he was apparently very well loved. And uh, Good. his the clips they showed from Roundhouse were funny for a 
I mean, funny in a pre-all-that Nickelodeon sketch show sort of world. Sure. Um, all that, in my mind, being the uh, zenith of Nickelodeon yeah. sketch shows. But, uh, yeah, so that was Bumlets. Okay. Uh, Snotty is played by a guy named Robert Feeney. Okay. Here's his entire filmography. He was in Newsies. He was a guy named uh, Ian in the movie Weird Science. Okay. Uh, he was a guy named Chip in a movie called Beach House. We're really just hammering home that uh, rich kid LARPing being poor. Uh, just you wait. Okay. Um, and then he was in a short-lived, it was on for four weeks, even though they made 12 episodes, of a show called Teach, the spelling of which is T-E. E-C-H, it was the name of the character who was the only black music teacher in an all-white school. Um, Ew. Yep. It was the 90s or the late 80s. You are correct. And he played a guy named Powell Hardwick. So, like, it could Who probably be... goes by Chip. <laughs> right. Uh, and that's it. That's it for Robert Feeney. He did four things. That's okay. it. I didn't find that he died or anything. Because, like, with Dominic Lucero, I was like... Man, he did a whole bunch of stuff. He was a dance for everyone. And then his stuff just stops after Roundhouse. Yeah. Yikes. Did And then I saw in like, like I was like, it was actually sort of like in the movie, like there would have been a sharp like string thing where I, I noticed the died part. And I was yeah. like, oh, oops. Um, also, he died on July on July 1st, which um, I'm finding out is not, uh, maybe not the day that the Newsies uh, striked. But uh, it is the day that we picked to start our show. So that's, yes. that's pretty interesting. What is the past tense of the verb to strike in this? I think strike. Is it striked? That makes more. That sounds struck better than not, struck. Yeah. Stroke. It's not stroked. It's not? The Newsies <laughs> didn't stroked? No. Okay. <laughs> you um, sure? Yep. Um, Pie Eater is played by David Sidoni. Okay. His top three Newsies. Roundhouse. Of course. <laughs> So he's the other one that makes the most sense for being in Roundhouse. Sure. Um, and actually, now that I think about it, yeah, I've seen him on Roundhouse. Like, he looks familiar because I remember him from Roundhouse. This is like when all of the pop stars in the early 2000s were also on Mickey Mouse Club. Yep. Yeah, it turns out that um, most of the... Newsies was a really bringing together of, like, 70s Hollywood and um, Roundhouse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With a little bit of Christian Bale thrown in exactly. just for a variety. They asked him to be on Roundhouse. No, Did, no. I was going to say, really? Um, and then his third was uh, as a character named Bomber Number 2 on an episode of Beverly Hills 90210 called Up in Flames. Okay. Um, this is the last sentence of that of that episode. And this is why I had to look up what the next episode was and what the synopsis of that episode was. Okay. Here's the last sentence of the synopsis I found. Kelly and a girl named Allison. Oh, this is uh, one of the 90210ers, as I assume they're called, throws a house party, but accidentally sends the, uh, only sends the invitation. He only posts it on a lesbian message board. So. Okay. Only lesbians come? Which I mean, like, Okay. I, I guess. What a weird... That actually sounds like a rad party. Right? Also, lesbian message board sounds like the hippest thing I can possibly think of in, like, 1994. Yeah. Um. So, Kelly and a girl named Allison are trapped in a downstairs bathroom with no means of escape. The firefighters try to reach them as they are engulfed by flames. Period. The end of the episode. I was like, the fuck? Does Kelly die on 90210 in a fire? I don't know. I never watched 90210, so I don't know who Kelly, Kelly is. Is that Jenny, Jenny Garth? Jenny Garth, exactly. Okay. And I only know that because uh, I never watched it either, but she is the one that I had a crush on on like posters and promotional videos and stuff. If 
anyone was worried, I looked up the synopsis of the next episode, and it turns out that uh, Kelly gets some burns on her arms, and Allison is in a full, like, she needs, like, skin grafts and is covered head to toe in bandages because she's, like, super, super duper burned, even though they were in the same room at the same time with the same fire in the same situation, so... They now, don't was kill Kelly, Kelly sitting in a bathtub full of water with only her <laughs> arms hanging out while Allison was like... Fighting the fire with gasoline? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, apparently, like, I was like, I guess it's a cliffhanger, but no, nothing said, like, don't worry, she was fine in the next episode. Because it was like, right. uh, the firefighters try to get there, but then the fire gets super bad, and then the episode ends. I was like, uh, okay. So, yeah. Also, David Sedoni was a, um, one of the Russian dancers... Uh, in Michael Jackson's black or white video. So the video for black and white is that the first part of the video is Macaulay Culkin versus George went in a, I want to play my guitar as loud as I can. Okay. It's was so nineties. It was like, Hey, you know, who's charming Macaulay Culkin send him in there. So then the second part is Michael Jackson basically going around the world and dancing with people doing like their sort of cultural dances. He was sort of dancing among them, kind of showing like, Look, I'm dancing with these African tribesmen. I'm dancing with this these uh, Chinese women. I'm dancing with all these sort of still doing Michael Jackson dancing, but also incorporating moves from their stuff. Okay. There's a part where there's a bunch of Russian dancers. Okay. And David Sidoni, I think, is the Russian dancer on the left side on the end. I think. Again, okay. they didn't like show a close up of the Russian dancers and whatever. Sure. But yeah. So he was in the Michael Jackson black or white video. So those are the three newsies that are introduced. Uh, in this minute. Sure. Then we have a bunch of New York geography. And I'm going to quickly go through it and pull out some uh, pertinent points. Midtown Manhattan is in the middle of the island. Uh, it stretches all the way across the island, but it's basically the middle of the island. Sure. That's fine. Let's move on. Okay. <laughs> all right. The Bowery. It's a street and a neighborhood in the southern portion of, of Manhattan. The street runs from Chatham Park or Chatham Park at Park Row, Worth Street, and Moth Street, blah, 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 blah. The interesting, it has historically been considered part of the Lower East Side. By the 1890s, the Bowery was a center for prostitution. Okay. Um, which, so of our, which of our boys is going there? This is Mush. Mush. That's what I thought. Um, that rivaled Tenderloin, also in Manhattan. Uh, Tenderloin, I guess, is another neighborhood. Okay. And for bars catering to gay men and some lesbians at various social levels. Interesting. Uh, from the slide at 157 Bleecker Street, New York's, quote, worst dive, to Columbia Hall at 5th Street called Periasis Hall. Well, one investigator, and I'm going to skip over some of the words that this 1899 investigator used. Uh, they aren't the worst words, but they're words that I would rather not use. Sure. Um, so he said uh, he found six saloons and dan- dance halls, the resorts of... Let's call them poor people and homosexuals. Okay. Um, on 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 the Bowery alone, so the six places that were basically like gay for, bars. For, okay. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Gay subculture was more highly visible there and more integrated into working class male culture than it was to become in the following generations, according to historian George Chauncey. Okay. Um, let's pause for a second and talk about Mush going to the Bowery. Okay. So. Mush is always, you know, Metagoya last night. Mm -hmm. Possibly a sex worker. Okay. Even not, I'm going to say this, even not knowing that the Bowery was where the gay bars were. Right. If you had said, hey, Aaron, who do you think is, which newsie is most likely to be like the closeted gay one? I would have said Mush. Correct. So now. I don't have a good reason for it. 
I have some. Okay. <laughs> so um, I think that Mush overcompensates. Yeah, I guess that's my good reason for yeah, it. Yeah, he is the only one sleeping like spread eagle. Kind of like, like, like posing in sort of a, which is fine. Sure. Um, He, so if he's going to the Bowery, it may be like, and he's like bragging about all the women he's with and whatever. He's going to the Bowery. He's like, yeah, you know what happens at the Bowery. Wink, wink. But like the other stuff happens at the Bowery too. Yeah. Uh, I thought that the working class male subculture was a really interesting point. Um, mm-hmm. That like, it's sort of like the end of that Simpsons episode where like the steel workers are all like gay men. And it, like it, there's a, there's a Simpsons episode where it's actually I think the episode where Homer thinks Bart's gay, um, and they try and go. He's like, let's go to the steel mill where they're you know where men are men, and okay. the steel mill is entirely gay men. And okay. like the the episode ends like dedicated to the steel workers of America, keep reaching for that rainbow and stuff okay. like that. So it's sort of like that. It's like you know masculine men that are also gay. Okay. And then I also think about Mush joking with Jack at the beginning, where he's like, "How'd you sleep, Jack?" First of all, how'd you sleep, Jack? I don't know if maybe Mush has a little crush on Jack. That's fine. Sure. And then Jack, Jack's like, on me back, Mush. And Mush is like, <laughs> that's so funny. Oh, my gosh. Did everyone hear how funny that is? Jack, you're so funny and yeah. great and awesome and cute. Yeah. So that's my theory. I think uh, that perhaps Mush is frequently going to the Bowery for reasons that I wish that he could be more open about, but it was the turn of the 20th century. So like, yeah. we were a, a, while, a ways away uh, yeah. from people not... Being like this investigator here who, uh, yeah. Yeah. Let's move on. Okay. Um, the Bronx is the northernmost of the five boroughs of New York City. It is sort of the second smallest. This is something that I found about all these boroughs. It was basically made into a borough in like the five years preceding this movie. Okay. A lot of the boroughs became like boroughs in like 1895 to 1898. Okay. Which is really interesting to me because it sort of feels like there's a parallel between the Newsies like going out to the five boroughs and unionizing and like sort of like a New York unionizing thing. Okay. So I think that that's, that's something interesting. That uh, Queens is the easternmost of the five boroughs. It's adjacent to uh, Brooklyn and Long Island. It became this, basically the same as Queens County, New York in 1899. Uh, the borough of Queens is the second largest in population after uh, Brooklyn, and again, it became a it became a, a borough in nineteen in eighteen ninety seven or eighteen ninety eight. Okay. So like all these things happened just right after. The east side is the east side of Manhattan. Okay, so now Brooklyn. Uh, I'd like to make the thesis that Brooklyn is the Texas of New York. Okay. Basically, what happened was when Brooklyn was established, uh, it was called uh, the Dutch village. Uh, the Dutch village of Brooklyn. It was basically a separate city. Okay. And then right around this time, like right around the time of Newsies, just shortly before in 1898, um, they, they did this merger where Brooklyn became a part of the city of New York. Okay. And the Brooklyn, Brooklynites, uh, some Brooklynites still refer to it as the great mistake of 1898. Still? Like, yeah, it says... Um, still in 2019. The phrase still denotes Brooklyn pride among old time Brooklynites. So like... I think that basically there was a big debate about like, wait, should we become part of New York or should we stay separate? It's like Brexit. Yeah. It's a little bit like Brexit. It's a little bit like Texas or like Lone Star State sort of situation. Um, Is it sad that I know more about Brexit than I know about? (laughs) um, I don't know about sad. Texas. (laughs) And basically the other thing that I thought was interesting was that basically Brooklyn um, was this town 
and then gradually it expanded. Anyway, so they basically ate up all the surrounding towns in, on that part of of the area. Okay. And they all became Brooklyn. And then Brooklyn in like 1898 was like, all right, I guess we'll become. It's like reverse Brexit. They yeah, became yeah, yeah. they became part of the of New York, and like there were some people that were like, this sucks. Yeah. So I think it's very interesting and very appropriate that they're sort of like, sure, I'll go to Queens. Sure, I'll go to the Bowery. Hell yeah, I'll go to the Bowery. Um, <laughs> I'll go to the Bronx. I'll go to all the way over. And that's like Brooklyn. Anyone? Anyone. Seriously, anyone? Because I think it was sort of like the Wild West of that area. I mean, that makes sense with what we see of it when yeah. we get there. And the Brooklyn Bridge, which we'll talk about in a little bit, was made a couple years before. Again, we'll talk about it. And like that alone is what basically made Brooklyn consider becoming part of New York. Because until then, you could only get to Brooklyn through the water. Okay. You had to yeah. like take a boat. So those are the bower those are the boroughs uh that they went to and sort of the areas and neighborhoods they went to. I didn't do any research about like who was like, sure like I think that racetrack being like, I'll go to Midtown. I didn't look up if there were any like racetracks in Midtown. I'm, I'm sure there were. Or or poker dens, right. or I'm sure there was something that Racetrack could bet on. Uh, the Midtown Wikipedia article is the most extra article I've ever read in my entire life. It's like, there's Gucci, there's ni- there's all this stuff, three, t- three of the four television affiliates. I was like, okay, what did Midtown write this? <laughs> like, it was like, I was Maybe. like, I, I just want to know, like, where is it? Or like, yeah. what's its history? And it was like, it has everything. It has all this stuff. I was like, everyone calm down. You're in the middle of the island. Got it. That's all I'm writing down. <laughs> yeah. So, but I didn't do any research about like who was doing the laziest and who was doing the most work. Sure. Seems like Kid Blank was doing a lot because he was going basically up the entire. He was going to he, Queens. He was going to Harlem. Harlem. So he was oh, going yeah, yeah, all yeah. the way up the island. Yeah, yeah. But everyone else sort of seemed like they were not doing that much work. Yeah. Except for. Um, How far did Crutchy have to go? That's what I was going to say. The Bronx is. Because um, I feel like the leaving- northernmost uh, borough. In, in New York City. So, uh, a bit. Actually, like Harlem it, isn't that, that bad because it's still on the on the main island. Yeah. Seems to me like um, Crutchy maybe should have stayed in... He should have like, done the east Newsy, side. Yeah. He should have like maybe stayed in Newsy Square and collected more change in his hat <laughs> while somebody who walks a little bit faster sure. made the longest trek. Um, somebody who walks a little bit faster and wouldn't get tired and sore from having a crutch under his arm. Well, maybe he brought that kid along to lean on. <laughs> he did choose one who was sh- about crutch height <laughs> he did he did just oh it's god like, can you imagine being stuffed into a, the armpit of a teenage boy who's been baking in flannel in july he's a, a little crutch Ugh. squire um poor child i think i kept thinking of uh empire records where it was like okay. i'll check the roof i'll check the oh, bathroom yeah, yeah. i'll check the couch yeah. he should have been i'll check the couch yeah he should have been <laughs> that's all i have all right. So this is a big info dump. Um, I have some more information over the course of this week because there's a lot of talking and stuff, but none as much as this. And I okay. was like, I should should I not have done three newsies and like six locations? Perhaps not. But like they were all in this minute. So like yeah. now we know. I'm New sure York I... is big. New York is big. <laughs> all right. Let's do social media. Let's do. <laughs> so you can find us on Twitter. We are at Newsies Minute. Or individually, we are on as at unabashedly Aaron for me. And at unabashed James for me. And if you guys would like to become ambassadors. You guys, we need to be ambassadors. You can check us out on patreon.com slash Aaron and James. 
I really hope you all are digging that as much as I am digging. I'm delighted. I was de- as soon as I had the thought, I was like, "Yes!" I knew you were going to be delighted by oh, it. So good. Um, so yeah, we we have no song this week, but we have a lot of stuff to talk about, and I'm really yeah. excited about it. Yeah, there is no song this week. Nope, no song, and I, I'm I'm worried about next week too. I don't know when seize the day happens, but uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. So yeah, I think we're getting into some really good. I don't like. Before when we've had no song, it's sort of like, and then they walk. But I think we have some like stuff to talk about. So the I'm minutes really this week were quick. Like I kept looking up and being like, oh, I'm past my minute mark. I have yeah, to go back. Exactly. So, all right. Well, until tomorrow. So come for Gretchy, who's all the way up in the Bronx. Poor guy. Poor armpit kid. <laughs> The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.